And we are back. Today, the Delve is taking a week off to talk about a local Japanese cartoon convention known as Castle Point Anime Con, or CPAC. Not to be confused with that other thing called CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. Yeah, that was an interesting series of photographs you sent me about that one. <laughs> oh, oh, CPAC is hilarious and terrifying in unequal measures. Okay. It was my first year at CPAC, your second year. My second year, and you're what, seventh? Yeah, it's been going on for a while now. However oh, we have a guest star. However long the convention's been running, I've been going. So, yeah. This is held, uh, run at Stevens Institute of Technology in Hoboken, New Jersey. And my first time in Hoboken. My last time in Hoboken. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not, but I wish. Maybe next year for a CPAC. It's, Hoboken's an excellent place for a con, though, because, well, if you're an older attendee, because Hoboken is nothing but bars and food a, places. If you don't take a car. <laughs> it's, it's much, yeah, it's... CPAC is only nine blocks from the, uh... It's a short walk from the train station. Yeah, the, right from the path. Hoboken is a small city. Yeah. It's only a mile square in lovely Hudson County, New Jersey. It was an interesting place. <laughs> It finished up interesting. <laughs> it definitely had an interesting moment. CPAC was um, an interesting place. This is the only con I've really been to aside from uh, Manga Next and... and you New York Comic Con? No. I was Gen also Con? Gen yeah, even Con, like Gen Con, in because, something. You know, having, you know, since you're in that area... Well, like, it's, that it's area. moved to that area. Was it in Indianapolis when you were? It was in Wisconsin. Okay. But that's really close, too. It's like four hours from where I used to live. Yeah, it's not close. I'm an East Coast person. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's more than an hour. You have to go to Baltimore. Exactly. Yeah, but I, it's a, I consider that a pilgrimage almost. It's a... It's a this was a pilgrimage. Okay. I mean, it's not like we're like, yeah, we'll just go over for the day. It's only a four-hour drive. I mean, no. I mean, actually, actually, that's generally what people go to this con for. Because it's it's not like a, a, a grand-grade con or anything. It's, it's a nice homespun con. A good college con. The this people, is probably the... Actually, no, it's probably the second best college con I've gone to. Really? Genericon, I'd say, or CPAC in general. You know, I think Genericon's a bit more polished. and Yeah, and the, the panels are a little higher quality. Yeah. Uh, uh, Genericon, just, I know uh, Evan Mintel used to run. That's, yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I've, if I went before Evan, you know, ran that con, I'm sure the panels would be about this quality. Mm. But, you know, CPAC is a great place where you see the East Coast set, like the New Yorkers and people from New Jersey who you see at Anime Next. Anime Next, coming soon to Somerset, New Jersey, June 6th through 8th, 2014. You'll see a lot of them trying out their panels there first, as opposed to, you know, uh, trying them out at uh, the, the wonderful cons like Anime Next. I hear that's also like a staff reading ground, too. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of uh, CPAC staff either is either is an Anime Next or will be an Anime Next staff, and then there'll be an Otakon staff, because there's really like one staff for the entire East Coast of conventions, from sort of Anime Boston down to Otakon. I felt like I had a lot of conflicting observations when I went there. Like, the first thing that hit me was just that there were, when we got there, we walked up a long, long way. That's not like party said as me. I, I parked at the ass end of the college, so I... Yeah, sort of the other end of the campus. I had not been prepared for quite that level of trekking across campus. I didn't, no, no one had really described what it was like to me, so. Flip-flops it was. Oh, I just assumed convention, wear comfortable shoes. Those are comfortable shoes to me, but not when I'm, you know, walking lots of hills. In any case. Comfortable, comfortable but sturdy. Anyone going to a convention, any convention, comfortable but walking shoes. I had, um, well, you know, that's difficult for me. I'm not used to, I haven't broken in my Vibrams for the summer yet. <laughs> um, it was crowded. More crowded than I expected. There were a lot of people there. It pulls about a thousand or so, I guess. I don't have the exact number offhand. I mean, that, I think that's close. But that, it feels like a thousand people, which is... Pretty big. That said, the first real official interaction I had with them was almost disappointing in which, you know, their opening ceremonies had to have closed, like, after ten minutes. They, they said yeah. they had all of 20 people in attendance, and that's generally the way it is. That, that it's a lot of opening ceremonies in general for even big cons, actually. Yeah. But they have been trying to expand. I mean, they have classes that precede that that day. Uh, so is, they can't it's on a Sunday, use. so they can't do on a Saturday. They can't. Really, because they still have Saturday classes. And last year saw just over 2,000 people. Holy shit. There were a lot of people there, but the the idea I got from that was I wasn't... Maybe maybe you guys can will confirm or deny. I wasn't convinced that all the people I saw 
were paying, were paying members of cons because they didn't really have to. The only reason you had to pay was to enter into con areas. You could just wander around campus in costume. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a free rider effect that is pretty heavy at this con. Pretty heavy at Anime Next. Pretty heavy at old, any city that has any con that has a wide open areas in a public space. You you have a free rider effect that people just go to you know hang out with their friends, wear a costume. Is that a significant interest? What? Cosplay or anime? Yeah, like co- like just get, having people take your picture as a cosplayer oh, yeah. and just not like that's because I've heard I heard that in our discussions that day a lot, and I'm just like, really? Yeah, there's a huge subsect of like the fandom that just that's what they do. That they, that's I, how I, they interact with the media. Yeah. They cosplay it, and they get their picture taken, and they get part of groups and t- that. That's how they interact with their media. And I was introduced for the first time with. Let me make sure I'm saying it right. The Homestuck fans. Ooh. Yes, yes. The uh, and once you once the, the, you, the the current pariah of anime fandom. And once you learn about that bear, you see that bear everywhere. Because like as soon as I was as soon as it was described to me, I'm like up there, there, there for the entire rest of the day. Uh, I believe the phrase that uh, Dad has used is called anime juggalo, nice. which is a visually apt description. You know, they're they're you in gray face paint, have the horn, have horns. Uh, you have been known for destruction. Especially with bathtubs. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, God. I think one of the hotels in Boston last year banned face paint because when they were washing it off, it clogged the drains of their bathtub. <laughs> Several bathtubs in the hotel had their drains clogged. They've done some damage to fountains in Baltimore. No. Uh, if you remember, there was some soap. Oh, yeah, one yeah, of the fountains. Yeah. Apparently, that was a Homestuck group that did that. As long as we're just not blaming like dudes in the scapegoat on them, because I'm all for blaming them, but as if that wasn't really. That's what I've heard. I can't. I can neither actually confirm nor deny. No, it's not like 4chan who we blame for everything. Although I think they're the same group of people, more or less. So they they used to bully cons like, oh, if you don't let us have a panel here, we're gonna you know protest your con. We won't come, and you won't get our numbers. And most cons don't care because they'll get people anyway. <laughs> but. Uh, the, the tactic that that tactic that I've heard they use is horrible. Uh, they have. I mean, I've heard that. I've heard that from other commenters that that does ha- has happened. I haven't heard it as recently. I think sort of. They've backed off. We've all come. You know, yeah. we've all come to sort of a tra- an agreement. We're at a nice detente right now. I don't think that fandom isn't growing anymore. I think the web comic is over. But, uh, Helmstuck is a web comic, so I think you know the fandom is probably shrinking over. You know, slowly over the next few years. That's we'll to be expected. We'll see. <laughs> but I, I didn't. Uh, with all that said, you know, I saw them around a lot, but it's not like they were like throwing flaming riots or anything. They seemed like there were a lot of them, but they were seemed mostly well behaved, aside from some group photos that just got in the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the they, they keep things that don't even phase me anymore. I wish I could be phased by things like that anymore. And the thing is, like most of those homestuck people actually do like. The, and the the reason for the convention itself, they're just you know they're what for their biggest thing is Homestuck, and yeah. it's a, you know that community. Mm-hmm. I mean, by by and large, anime kids are probably the most well behaved convention attendees overall. You know, if you're playing like sci-fi fans, comic fans, gamers, they're overall a well behaved group. Mm. I the I wasn't super impressed with the floor, but it was nice enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the dealer's room was nice. It, it kind of mixed with art and artist alley. There was no, like, separation there. Yeah, I mean, a lot of smaller concerts, you only have one pit area that you can work with, so... Yeah. There was their gymnasium at mm-hmm. that point, so... Yeah, it was the college gym, so they had a small dealer's room, a small artist alley. I suppose, like, the only, like... I'm coming at it from a very biased point of view, because I don't have as much, you know, geekiness in that area yet. So I look around and I'm like, oh, okay. They had a decent selection though, because as uh, your dad actually pointed out, they had like the the old the classic series figurines. Yeah, there's one vendor who I saw there last year, and I saw them again this year. And they always had these sort of old shows that were popular then that like ten people at the, at the convention probably even recognize. I think last year there were Cat's Eye figures, which you know the number of people who know Cat's Eye, you know me. Gerald Rathkolb, uh, you know, and people of that of that ilk who are like, oh, Cats, I, I, I know that show. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I'm looking forward to buying it from Nozomi Entertainment f- soon. Well, that's sad. That, niche, that, that said, when we went past there on our way out, 
His booth was clean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, someone bought those uh, Dirty Pair figures for this year. They were nice Dirty Pair dolls and a nice uh, Lupin the Third doll. Um, they Lupin had a few things, nice. too. Yeah. Was Utena? It was a, oh, there was an Utena figure. There was, a, there was an interesting mix of things that this guy has. There was I, an I know a figure for $90, mm. though. I know That's that you were tempted like, by... I know they tempted your father greatly. They te- yeah, they tempted, my, they tempted my sister and I tempted myself. We, we, I know we had to, like, pull... Away from that place, and in, at least twice for different reasons. Yeah, amongst you. As always, Sci-Fi Continuum is, is at this convention because they're. Mm. I think they're very local. They're 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 very good at running a booth. Mm. They can you know put a booth together in like five minutes the way they do it at this point. The um just the cheap manga, right? Cheap, yeah, cheap yeah. manga. The, yeah, they've they they were they're a machine. The cheap oh, manga awesome. was like they had a really good selection. They just didn't have any of the stuff that I've learned to like yet. Yeah, I mean this is also a small concept. They don't bring their like full spread. I assume, like, when Anime Next... Anime like Next or like Otakon, I mean, they, they bring everything for those ones. Which is kind of a shame, because any any East Coast convention they're at, and Vertical Edge is at, they sell kind of the same the same selection. I always feel a little bad, because it's like, oh, well, you know, Ed's right down there, and you're selling it for, like, five bucks. And it's like, oh, that's cool. But, um, I might delete that phrase. Blah. In any case, they... I don't know. Like, the floor was fine. It just didn't engage me that much. It, it, but that's just like, kind of what's going to happen. I mean, I think that this con is, it's 99% a hangout con. And, you know, you might find something that's kind of cool to see. Um, I know I ended up going to two panels that day. I think, like, you hit three <laughs> at least, right, Inc.? Yeah, I think you hit one more than we did. Like, um, but the, we went to the How to Be a uh, How to be a Podcast. Oh, How to Be a Podcaster. How did you find How to Be a Podcaster? Because Inc. Uh, I found out the sound because Ink texted me where he was at the time. Yeah, well, I, 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 I had seen it on the schedule, and I was kind of tempted, but I'm like, I'm just going to follow you around because I was kind of a fish out of water that, like, that day. I, I was just like to know how to do a podcast, but I did not learn how to do a podcast from that panel. Yeah. I learned how to try to monetize your podcast, but I don't think I'll ever be able to monetize. Yeah, they seemed way too focused on how to make it. Yeah. Like, like how, how, how to... How to Build your podcast to success. It was like that. Ah, you're not going to ever build your podcast you to success. I mean, it also felt a little odd. Like not not saying that people who have done who have done this in a shorter time than us wouldn't have a lot of good things to say, mm-hmm. but it felt a little odd that they really had been doing this a considerably shorter time than we had been. And most of the stuff they were talking about, we had figured out. Yeah, or I mean, we didn't care about. We don't do an outline. Well, I'm open about that. We don't publish an outline beforehand. We kind of free. It's very, we're we're a very free flow podcast. I'm sure our listeners know. No, but we also do like you know we have a very free flow discussion at the beginning where we're like do this this this. All right, we're doing this this this. Let's do that instead of having like an hour long meeting, which I think one of us would kill the other. I think it's like well we 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 go out to dinner and we plan it for two two hours every week before our podcast, and it's like, oh my god that'd be insane. I believe I, 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 our plan is usually, I text you, hey, how do we do blank? Several I, several times a week I'll say those ideas. I really need to start making a list because it's true. I, about three or four times a week I'll get suggestions like, what do we do this? And it's it's a lot actually like your character on Dark Matter, the conspiracy theorist, only instead of you shouting out random conspiracy theories, you're shouting out random podcast ideas. And we do like a tenth of those. Yeah, but like it's always nice to have them in the hopper, like, for our next one, we're going to do the one of the ones you shouted at this week, which was just kind of like a overview of Days of Futures Past, considering that the X-Men movie's out in May. Yeah, we'll see. And we, I mean, we might want to do that later, but I think doing it before the movie will be good, too. Yeah, well, it'll be a first. Mm-hmm. We recorded the Pacific Rim one before that movie came up. I think we released it, like, three weeks later. Yeah, we definitely recorded it before, and I remember that podcast specifically because you were I'd it was seen like, it before we did that podcast but it wasn't hadn't been released yet well it was also like that particular leading up to that was like I had given you an early Christmas gift or something well I was thinking about that but I wasn't going to subject you to it I was like that's, that's too much of a mini idea I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold that one close to the chest and then I went I went and just suggested it out of the blue and your eyes lit up that was the best day ever <laughs> best best moment in a panel ever though was him at your what is anime panel yes because Vinny gave a, a, a wonderful uh, what is anime panel you can read about that at animegamers.com shortly it was whenever fantastic. I actually bothered to write it up nice thank um, you but uh, it was the the look on David's face when it's, quack 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 God what what were some of the ones you reacted um, to? all right the first one you showed was and you can supply all the names but it was the little 
girl with the death metal that was singing death metal. Oh, that's uh, oh. Detroit Metal oh. City, the, yeah. the Moa, to- the Prouser Tom and I segment. Saw, I saw that my face was just in open shock for about two minutes. And I actually grabbed the picture and made him hold that pose <laughs> so I can get that picture. And it's, it's just his jaw dropped. And he turned to me and he goes, from what I've seen during this panel, Vinny has been very kind in what he's shown me. I mean, we see, like, we got some clips from Inferno Cop, we got some clips from Kick Heart, and they were all just very out there. And not so much that I would not be, that I would not want to see them, but definitely not things that, he's definitely been kind of coaxing me in the past, apparently, 80 episodes. Yeah, the past, like, three years have been a slow Descent sinking into, the, into, this, into this hot tub. Has he seen Ninja Scroll yet? No, but he got it for Christmas. I did get it for Christmas, so it's on my list. So of I almost, I almost got you Terminal City for Christmas, but then I was like, I don't know how. I, I'll hold this one back. Actually, <laughs> it's so strange. Like now, after seeing that, I'm like, is it all like that? Because I would kind of, it's, I would be interested. It's a, I think I said on the panel, does a very Adult Swim comedy show. So if you kind of like that sense of humor. But, but before we go too further into that, the, I, I want to reiterate the one thing, which was that I really, really did enjoy the What is Anime panel. And it's, Vinny can't talk himself up. But, oh, he could, but he won't. It's, a, it's an okay panel. It was, it was a very good panel for someone like me who, you know, even after three years of this, have barely chiseled the surface. And I got to see a lot of decent clips. And some of it made me engage more, especially hearing him talk about it. Like, um, uh, why can't I never remember the assassin? Gogo 13. Like, Gogo 13, which I didn't really like. You know, seeing it through Vinny's eyes and with a little bit of, like, description as it was going on, at least made me go, maybe I should watch that again. Just to- everyone, should, everyone should watch the film at least once a year. It is, I honestly, th- I honestly say this, no hesitation, the best action movie I have ever seen. It's also one of the few times he actually emotes. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, it's one time Gogo 13, I emote off often. Gogo 13, it's one of his characters, he does not emote. But that might, I will say my last notes on, like, the, on the panel was, conclusion after the panel, Vincenzo has held back on me. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so we really, we, this was me pulling the curtain back and then, then dropping it, then, you know, Pulling it, pulling it right over it, just it to cover was. it up so again. I, I know what the future is, but it will it will become dimmer as we move on, and I'll have forgotten some of it. But it was a very good panel for someone who was just starting. People obviously engaged with a lot of the source material that we're pulling, and um, just on a side note, I, I've said I said this before, but I thought you did very well in controlling your crowd. Mm. Yeah, you had that one guy up in front who you was, handled poke, very poke, well. Poke, poke, poke. Oh yeah, he, he he you you knew when to actually answer a question because it was quasi intelligent, and when to just just overlook him. See, it, I, it worked. I, I will give Mike Tool the credit for sort of having watched enough of his panels over the years. Oh yeah, that sort of he is the king of the ignore question ninety nine percent of the time, where he starts his panels with "This is not a Q and A panel. I've got a lot of material to cover." And it'll be flying right through it. Mm. But no, like, um, Kick Heart looked just bizarre. Kick Heart's a fantastic little film. I, I can't recommend that one enough. Inferno Cop, the clip there, and I was just like, I was stunned on that one, too. Like, that was definitely like a, what the fuck Check, that out, check that out on YouTube, guys. It's uh, entirely legally available uh, from Anime Bancho. It's a 45 minutes of the entire series. I, I don't know if I could, like, chain that one, because it looks so weird, but I'll, I'll probably go by and watch, you know, a clip here and there of it. Well, that's, that, like that was a whole episode I showed. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, three minutes, a three-minute episode, each episode. So it's easy. And they're kind of each in that, low, you know, and that was the least crazy episode. Well, the worst part about that, though, is, and the part that gave me the most stop was messing up names as I often do. I saw Inferno Cop, and I heard Axe Cop in my head. And I'm just like, why do parents let their children watch this? Because, because parents are loving and wonderful people. I'm just like, this is insane. People come to my store, buy this. I, I always love watching the, the, the parents come with the children to the anime convention to sit in the room. And usually it's the, it's the parents introducing their children to those. Like, hey, no, see, you I, might enjoy I this. I feel like it's the other way around of the parent trying to learn of what's going on in these anime things. And then, you know... They get horrified by whatever I show them first. You you had some interesting ones. What was the scene? You'll remember this better than I do, Inc. Where we had like 
four or five people walked into the room and were like getting ready to sit down and, and continue the panel. And then Vincenzo starts up with this clip. Uh, what was it? It was like something about uh, there was a love child involved. Oh, child. yeah, that was fantastic. Then oh. he was introducing Bunny Drop. And just as he was explaining why not to continue on past the anime in the manga, a group of people walked in. And as soon as they heard, child wants to have his grandfather's love child or something like that. Uh, yeah, the, the sort of the follow in the second part of the manga that we don't talk about. Yeah. Like, Although we talk about it all the time. Every time it comes up, it's like, we don't talk about it, but we always mention it. Exactly. But they, they literally came in the room, heard that, turned 180 degrees and walked out. It was, it was beautiful. <laughs> I don't know. My favorite comment from that guy was I was talking about um, Daikon 4. And I started mentioning, oh, it's you know, from Gainax. And he goes, oh, shit, I see where this is going. Presumably I'm going to talk about Ava. No, I'm going to Wings of Oneames. Which is funny because whenever anyone mentions Gainax, I'm always thinking, oh, here comes the Daikon. Daikon, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but you're a con veteran in a, in a lot of ways. And people yeah. who, you know, the people who we talk to, me, Stastaziani, Mike Tool, Daryl, we're all in, you know, we're going to start Daikon 4. But we'll ignore Evangelion and we'll go to Daikon 4 every time. <laughs> I think my favorite part of your clips was, like, there came a point where you had a series of clips where you'd show it. And you'd hear the music before you saw anything, and I just started playing a little game with myself, which is name that decade. And I'm like, yep, that was in the 90s. Nope, nope, that's in 80s. Actually, the best thing I think, uh, I mean, I, I've seen this panel once before this attack, <laughs> and it, this, that was a shadow of what it's become. It really has... This is the third time I've done this panel, and I've, each time I tweak it a little bit. And it's it's really well tweaked right now. And the, the anime or not anime <laughs> session... I want to improve that a lot. I will, I'd, like, I'd like to make it a – that could almost be a full panel. And if, sure. you, and if you're really going to do it, I recommend renaming your video file. Oh, yeah, that, that too. <laughs> yeah. Where they're like, but it says it's anime on there. And you're like, oh, I can say whatever. And we're like, but you just say it. Just say all of say anime on them. But it was it was a fun addition to the one I saw. And, uh, yeah. And actually – It was I, a good population too. Yeah. Yeah, you had a, you had a room full. It was at least 30. Which is a pretty full room at CPAC, especially at 1030 in the morning. Considering the first time you gave that panel, there was, like, me and your family. Well, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's the seed population. Yeah, but, like, there were, like, maybe two walk-ins past that. Yeah. That year. And this year, it was good room. You had, a, aside from the walk-ins who went away, you had, you had quite a few walk-ins who were like, oh, and sat down and finished it out. Well, you know, it was a panel about anime, an anime convention. Fancy that. Yeah. That's like my point. to hear about that? Before we did that, we went into one of the viewing rooms and saw one about giants. You, uh, attack, you said episode two of Attack on Titan. You'll be watching that. Oh, good. Once uh, the second DVD set comes Weird out. Weird sexless giants running around eating people. Actually, I really wanted to talk about that, too, because it was the first time I've ever seen it at a convention was dedicated Crunchyroll room. That was an interesting concept. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah, we should talk about the, 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 the what is the Crunchyroll room. The, okay. the Crunchyroll room is just a, a fee uh, uh, in an open room uh, granted rights by Crunchyroll to stream their content uh, for the length of the, the con. And it was great because the it was up to whoever was running the room i guess to show whatever show was available in crunchyroll which could, which know, is such a population i mean that is probably the best library of anime oh it's fantastic and they had such a choice to gather uh, to to grab from the only problem was their connection which ranged from decent to very choppy like frustrating lag gameplay choppy Do, doing a wireless connection at an anime convention i don't care if you're at a technician at a technical college like Stevens is, where you know the internet was probably you know where the toilet was invented. Look it up. Was it <laughs> excellent? But I mean, no matter how good your internet connection is, everyone has a smartphone. Everyone is pulling that Wi-Fi. It is not you know you know you need to have a wired connection for anything that's going to be streaming that much video. Well, especially in that kind of thing where your whole purpose is streaming is to video. Play these things, yes. But I, I loved it for all it afforded because a not enough people know about Crunchyroll. Which is um, depressing beyond belief. Every time I hear someone, what's Crunchyroll? I was watching it on AnimeSteel.com. AnimeSteel.com is my favorite site. <laughs> <laughs> it's all free and there's and there's no ads. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, sorry, but all the ads around it. I'm looking forward to taking a look at Crunchyroll. Um, it was kind of interesting when we went in there and it was it was what was it called? Attack on Attack on Titan or Titan? 
Attack um, on Titan. Tom. And the guy uh, watched the shark counterattack dub to get that joke. The guy who was there was apologetic. He's just like, I can change it. He was practically begging us to ask him to play something else. Because Which he did. He changed it to something. Uh, when I went there, no, um, I had to go down there because the panel was locked before I got there for for my panel. So I, I went down there because I knew there was going to be a staffer in there. And the room had been taken over by Fujoshi demanding to watch free. Because, yeah, because, like, he apparently someone had requested Attack on Titan. And when we got in there, he's, just, he's basically like, yeah, someone requested this. What, what do you guys want to see? And you two were just like, no, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> Like, and I don't know shit. So. Uh, put on Ashino Joe. Well, I mean, we weren't going to be there for that long anyway, right. so. Put on Ashino Joe. Put on some old sports anime that no one will watch. I just, I just figured uh-huh. you guys could, I figured you guys could drop a bomb and then leave, but. <laughs> we, we, so I mean, we'd want people to watch yeah, an interest in Crunchy. Also, Attack on Titan's a good Attack on, gateway. Well, that's going to be on Toonami. If they announce it this, they announce it this weekend, then it will be on Toonami, surprising absolutely no one. Okay. But I know Crunchyroll is doing a lot of stuff with clubs and conventions and libraries now to get access. You know, they'll give you pretty much free access. It looked like a fun idea for a room. Yeah. And you could even schedule stuff through that. I mean, any kind can do whatever they want with that if they get permission to stream, to stream Crunchyroll stuff now. And that's got to be like a boost to video programmers because, you know, you can always supplement, you know, whatever you have with at least, you know, one program per block of that. Yeah. I mean, the, the one problem I think is a lot of cons will have is that wireless issue. You yeah. need to have a wired computer, even a wired laptop. But again, that, that hard wire mm. is what you need because any convention, if you've got more than 10 people, they all have smartphones, they're all pulling Wi-Fi. Do not trust the Wi-Fi. And that's if you're building, you know, a lot of conventions don't necessarily have access to Wi-Fi because you're in a convention center and they're going to charge you $1,000 a day or some number like that. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine, like, the Javits Center if New York Anime Fest was still running to this day. Ha, ha, ha. But they would never be able to get a signal down there because that building, ha- A, has it has Wi-Fi, but again, it's like $10,000, $1,000, or some, some very big figure per day. So you, so you also went to the Lost in Adaptation panel? Yeah. Um, I go there every year, and I keep forgetting that I really get uh, infuriated by the guy who runs that quite often. <laughs> he, uh... I think Al had the same experience as me two years ago when he was here. Um, but he'll pull out some really infuriating opinions. This one, he actually backed up. I wish I had notes and I could tell you things more specific. Um, but there was a, a, a series that's pretty much loathed. And he was... Gundam Musashi. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> and he brought up points why Gundam Musashi... Is that actually a thing? Oh, Gundam was actually, you know, a Monkey Punch uh, made that show. It's considered one of yeah. the worst animated shows of all time. That's some of the worst animation. It, well, good. Well, that's a good. In a show like that, he would actually bring up some of the good technical aspects mm-hmm. of it, while still decrying the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, see, I. But it, he manages to be funny and charismatic okay. throughout, so he carries the panel well. It's just some of his choices are a bit off. I mean, like, I defend, uh, like, Violinist of Hamlin as a decent show. That's another one. It's very low level of animation, but it's an interesting concept and does some really cool stuff with music, so I, I, I enjoy Violinist of Hamlin. Mm. But I'm sure no one else watches. <laughs> again, those suggested. Ten, I have not again, those ten people that. who know that show have watched it. But anything, what else? I wanted to go to the Crispin Freeman panel, but that was full. It was very full. Oh, it was standing room only. That was, yeah, that was beyond standing room only. And, and I wonder how much of that is his anime stuff and how much of that is his work on uh, Young Justice as uh, Speedy and Arsenal and Red Arrow. Oh, given that there was a panel on Young Justice, I'm probably sure there's a good mix of both. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing anime stuff for a long time now. Yeah. I mean, he was a goddess and slayers. He's been, he was Alucard in both Helsing dubs. So he's been he's been doing this for a very long time. Well, not, not very long, not Mike Reynolds long, but these you know about twenty years probably. Hmm. You're Mike Reynolds long. I'm not that old. Then you had Michelle Knott's panel, which I actually wanted to go to and I ended up missing. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. It was it was actually not a panel about Michelle Knott's or having her you know go re go over her career again because she's been at CPAC forever. Well, she's very local. I think she lives in the area. Yeah, but she's, for, she floats around the convention circuit here. Yeah, you were telling me she worked for... She, I think she used, to be a staff, she used to be a staffer, I believe. Yeah. 
Um, but this panel was actually a twist where she was having people perform for her to keep her entertained. So I just wanted to see what people, what people were, do. Yeah, I want. I really wanted to see her get skeeved. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by yeah. What the anime populace was doing. Not your, not your everyday panel. Sure, but I think any count she's at. So. Yeah. Okay. So pizza. Oh, the pizza. I think that's the next. Right? That's the next part of our day. Oh yeah. Do we anyone else know the name of the restaurant that we went to? Oh no. <laughs> no. Okay, so we went to this really good brick oven pizza place. Okay, I can help though. I don't know what it was called, but it was directly adjacent to the Crumbs in Hoboken. So okay, so if you know where the Crumbs is, it's next to that. We got this in the mafia room. Oh, it's yeah. just a back room. Every restaurant has a back room. Or a restaurant that needs a mafia room. There's gun holsters under the tables in every back room? Yeah. I said it was normal. Oh. But the, the personal, I, 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 I had the pizza, I had red onion and spinach, I think it was delicious. I thought you had red, red pepper. Red pepper, red pepper. Sweet rose red pepper and, yeah. and onion. Or spinach. Sweet spinach, it was delicious. Oh, they, they had good dough. Oh my god, that was a nice, it's a nice dough. And I think, you know, people discount the importance of dough and pizza. But this was a nice solid dough, cooked to a nice crispy layer, but not, not too thin, like you have the Jersey Shore, but not... Not thick, thick like a Sicilian pizza. Yeah, you're Italian, Sean. <laughs> it's, it's it's food. I get that. I get passionate about food a lot. Right, I I caused um I caused Doctor B to flip over in his future grave yesterday because we we went out for my birthday was spent at an arcade and then had pizza. So like every eight year old wants to spend his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but I we we got the gimmick pizza because it reminded me of home. So we got stuffed pizza and he just. Staring judgingly at us the entire meal. <laughs> well, as we've long established, Doctor B is just me. Fifteen years in the future, I felt that you were well represented, <laughs> but he's he's more loud about things than I am. Yes, well, that's fifteen years more 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 grumbling. But um, but yes, that was also delicious. with good dough. Just throwing that. But, but no, this pizza parlor was great. Um, it was a really, uh, it was it was a good time. And then, like, we went, we went back after dinner, but it was pretty much done. Yeah, I mean, we went back, but there was nothing really going on. We didn't want to attend the dance at any point, so. Yeah, I mean. Which, which I, is a shame, because CPAC, when I, when I first went, it was the first year, it was 2008. Um, I wrote it on my hand. I did. Oh, you actually did. Never mind. <laughs> why carry around pins? Um, why you wear pins, sir? Yes. Um, when I well, first went in 2008 was because they had P. Lander Z as the concert guest, which if no one has seen P. Lander Z, go see P. Lander Z because they bowl themselves down the middle of an alley while they choose people to play their own instruments on stage. Um, I, think just, I think they're far bigger and more popular now than they were back in those days. And they charge now more money than they, they would. They did come back, though. Okay. Uh, and the, the con price was the same, or, you know, slightly more. But um, they... They put on a hell of a show, and it was free, basically, you know, con admission. And ever since then, they've only done, like, electronic artists, 8-bit players and all that, and okay. uh, or a dance. And honestly, I'm not going to stick around for that. I'd rather a concert. Yeah, they seem to be touring the West Coast right now, P-Landers, eh? So they've, I guess they have grown up and uh, are almost a real band. Or probably are a real band now. Oh, they Not just doing anime cons. Oh, they've been... They, they they've were been, a real band before. They yeah. The anime but I... Well, I think they... they make, I think they started heavily anime cons, though. Because I mean, I've... Because they've been... I've most associated them with anime cons, at least. Uh, because, you know, they did Anime Next several years. They did MokuCon at least once. I, I caught them up in New York when I first saw them. Okay. So I, I'm a bit skewed as to how I view them. They're, they're, I mean, they're also based on sort of the Sentai team of yeah. yellow, red, pink, blue... Yeah, they fit in well with cons. I'm not going to I mean, that's, that. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's no reason to stick around, really, for a dance unless yeah. you're a kid Into dancing. Kid. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I and I always worry about people who are even my age going to the con dance. I'm like, ugh. We had, and we had gone through, like, when we came back, it was, I can't, uh, maybe 5.30, 6 o'clock. Yeah. And by that point, the... Like, the artist alley was trying to close. The dealers and artist alley was closing up. The dealers, it, it wasn't necessarily closing up majorly, but it was definitely like a lot of the better stuff had been picked clean. Well, I think it was like closing like Already seven, packed, so yeah. at like five, six, they were trying to pack up their stuff, or it's been sold off. So you know, it's it's it's, it's a one day con, so it's not. It was. It was my, really my first um my first exposure to something like that because it really felt um 
I'm, I think I'm judging it poorly because, like, I have, you, you I know, have the bigger con New, New York Comic Con versus, you know... Right. And it didn't feel like there was a ton to do. When this, yeah, there really isn't. And I, that's, I mean, if I were to say one recommendation, get a... There would have been more had they not canceled my panel. Oh, but, I was know. so disappointed. Yeah, I, that is so interesting. I really want to see that panel. I might invite you to my apartment and, just, as I said, on my couch and make you do it <laughs> as a... As an audition for uh, Anime Next 2015. Like if you, if you ever want to do that, we, you know, we can set that up. Sure. I, it sounded so interesting, and then I found that you weren't going to do it, and I'm like, damn it! That was like the <laughs> one thing that wasn't my own event that I wanted to go to. And and not to condemn the panelists, the, the panel operators, because if I got, you know, missed my application, got misplaced or whatever, I don't know. But I also did not raise it to them before the con. Like, I knew about a week or whenever the schedule came out. And I was like, oh, look, I'm not on. And I could have complained. But I was like, eh, I could refine this panel a little more before. So, you know. I mean, I I fault them, but I don't fault them with understanding. I, I know that is not an easy job. Yeah. I'm, I, uh, you know, in the middle of that process myself of scheduling a scheduling meeting. So, it, again, cons are never an easy job, but... It's a bit of a bungle that everyone's made at some point. Yeah. I, I don't judge. I was just disappointed. Oh, I judge. We're, we're judging. We're critics right now. That's what we're doing. It, well, you know, like I said, this was a, it was an interesting panel. I think it was well worth, what was it, $20 to get in? It's a $20 badge, but again, uh, full disclosure, we we all have press passes, so we didn't pay a dime. Definitely. Thank you, CPAC. Thank you, CPAC. Uh, this is – and as a gift to you, we will give some, you know – Ways to improve for the future. Uh, my, my first suggestion would be maybe get a you know a big name panelist in the area, you know, pay them a little bit of money. You've got the Reverse Thieves and Charles Dunbar. Oh, they're both and, New York. Yeah, Rim uh, from Geek Nights. Yeah, Rim and Scott from Geek oh, Nights are they? If, if you pay them, they might go, but I don't know how they how much they would charge or whatever. Yeah. Charles is usually easy to work with. Uh, Kate and Al would. Definitely Al. Like Kate's, Definitely. I think, harder to schedule. Yeah. She's, a, she's a busier life, it seems. Uh, if you really want to go crazy... I mean, Walt Amos and Rob Fenlon aren't that far. They've been there in the past. Just reach out to them. If you want to go crazy, maybe Mike Toole would... If you, you know, if you paid to come get him from Boston, I'm sure he would be there. And you know, Maybe getting him and Neil Nadelman would be an interesting duo of people. But I think that's my, my biggest criticism of the con is that I think the panel schedule was weak. And I don't know if that's what I want to see in a con versus what they what they want to make a con like. I would also – I mean I don't – again, complete novice. But one of the – the one problem we had was like in terms of panels that was major was that when we went to finally see the one patent guy, it was so full. I mean it's hard to control that because it mm-hmm. looked like the biggest room they had access yeah. to. Yeah. But at the same time – and I don't know if it would help, but maybe the same people would go. But if there was a way, if you knew it was going to be a big draw panel, maybe do it more than once. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's, a, that's definitely an option. Uh, it's although again, it's hard to do the same panel twice in one day. One day, kind of. Yeah, yeah it's I, a thing. Like, I, I, yeah, and I know it's, it's it could be hard for the panelists. It's hard for the schedule. But you know, if you if that's your if that's like that was obviously. The panel they knew yeah, that was, want to see. That was their headline. I mean, he was definitely their headliner. And you, this and we, year. like we, we took one look at it. It's like, yeah, this is just way too full. There's yeah, just no way. If, if that's also very common at anime cons. Like American voice actors will draw your the largest chunk of the attendees. Oh yeah, there no idea why. I, no one does. Well, um, people who go to those I, things. I there, mean, but. there are some voice actors who I like to say again. Chris Freeman. This this con uh, generic con. I was I would go to a voice actor panel because. This is the time where I can probably get to actually see that event without having to, you know, wait in a big line, and I'm not losing, you know, seeing some big Japanese creators like, oh, the Masao Maruyama panel or the Greg Ayers panel. Didn't, didn't he like? Didn't someone mention that he was perhaps bordering on the line of maybe inappropriate for you know, what was it a 1 p.m. panel or something? Oh, one of them. Oh uh, yeah, a friend of ours, uh, Chris Simi, mentioned that he get, you know, was telling some. Alcohol-heavy stories at one in the you know one in the afternoon That's okay. at a college con. That's okay. Some of the clips I've seen played in some of the certain panels in Hi. the mornings. Um, hey, I, I wake exactly. you, I wake you up in the morning. That was a wake-up call. You're right. <laughs> it's ten thirty on a Sunday morning. But this is college. This is this yeah. is where you go to open your minds. Right? <laughs> Google thirteen is how again I started the panel. If if anyone knows the old anime network ad of what is anime action. 
sci-fi, comedy, martial arts. That is the initial order, and then I expand from there. Oh, I have a critique on that panel, though. I'm martial arts was weak. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I've done Fist of the North Star in the past, but I didn't have time to, like, recondense that clip a little bit or make a new one. Yeah, I mean, if I don't hear someone say that they know you're already dead, then it's just not a complete martial arts panel. <laughs> there's plenty of other things you do with martial arts. You can do, like, uh, Ashno Joe, or, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's in that Dragon Ball Z. Uh, G Gundam is, of course, a martial arts show. I did I, I did appreciate the, Jackie like... Jackie Adventures? That's not anime. I hadn't really, um... I haven't been exposed almost at all, except for that panel to sports anime, so, like... That was an interesting thing. The it clip, looked like more like high school that just happened to also play sports. Uh, the, the, yeah, the clip he, uh, he's talking about, Aim for the Ace, uh, is a very much a high school, sort of very the prototypical high school shoujo series that a lot of things have been influenced by, like Gunbuster, sort of everything since then has that influence on it. It certainly, like, that day kind of through osmosis gave me, like, a lot of... Whether things are like I'm interested in pursuing, or at least want to know more about, like apparently, like like it seems like as a entity, anime fans are just like into that next big hype. So like right now, like JoJo's and Kill a Kill, JoJo's seems, Kill a Kill seems to be like ever, on everyone's list. Attack on Titan is gonna, I think, still be you know, Wait, that'll probably have a tail. Uh, even I think it's, now that's gonna be on TV, I think that'll extend that tail a lot. That was probably the biggest cosplay at New York Comic Con, in my opinion. Yep. That there was of like sort of one big, you know, direct franchise, one style of thing was the generic Survey Corps member is gonna think is the the, the current like stormtrooper costume that everyone does. Which I'm actually surprised at because e- even if they're just the generic level, that's still a pretty intricate costume. It is, and you see more than. I'd say more than 80% walking around with the, the maneuver gear. I wouldn't go that high. I'd say maybe really? like 20. I think I'm wondering if this is sort of a survey bias. If you see a lot of, you see a few of it. Oh, that could be. I'm never really looking much at the person's face, so I just may be noticing. <laughs> You're looking at their crotch? No, I'm just looking at the Well, that's where the survey, that's where the 3D maneuver gear is by their crotch. No, it's the big metal boxes. Oh, yeah, this is the sword side. Which is near their crotch. No, the outside of the well, fuck you. All right, kids. But uh, crotch. No, I, I, I may just notice that more and don't differentiate like, oh, that's a different person wearing that. But I, yeah. I do see them around all. There's a lot. I mean, that's I've you know I've I've been around. I've seen the waves of Bleach cosplayers, the waves of Naruto cosplayers. Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. I mean, again, it's these things that are. Distinctive but e- fairly easy to do, where you can buy that jacket for not not too much money. Mm-hmm. That you know, you, people can just buy the jacket or the cloak. I smell rain. Yeah, it should rain soon. It was muggy today. Rains are coming. Yes. But no, I think it was a positive experience. I think there's room to grow, but they seem to be willing to grow. I mean, I think there is they're they're willing. I don't know if they can within their space though. I think they're sort of stuck. At that one day, because they used they used classroom space. So well, the idea that I got from the like the brief talk we had, and Ink being all Ace reporter, was was um that they definitely wanted to expand and just don't expect it soon. Yeah, I mean they'll if they can find a way, they will. College cons have left colleges before. Uh, Oticon is a, is a prime example of that. Like you know, you start as a college, you start as a bunch of college kids doing a convention. But you're pulling 2,000 people to your event for one day. You know, you put that in a hotel. Suddenly you're a hotel con. And I think I think New Jersey has space for a hotel, a hotel con. If if CPAC had moved to, like, Secaucus, mm-hmm. where Animanex was back in the day or in the past, that would they, I would trust them to do a good con. I would enjoy it more. I didn't particularly like Hoboken. <laughs> Why didn't you like Hoboken? So let's let's finish this episode off with possibly the best New Jersey story ever. Uh, I think you have to tell the story this time, though. Okay. Uh, for to protect. See, I feel like you know the story most of all, though. You've told it to everyone I, you know. I know it very well, but I don't know like what I'm supposed to say and not supposed to say about our occasion. Okay, so my father and sister also attended the con, yeah, as they want to do because they live, you know, a short a short jaunt away, about twenty minutes by car. Most in local streets from Hoboken, two towns over in Bayonne, and so parking is notoriously difficult in Hoboken. I believe it's one of the it's the motto of parking in Hoboken. Ha <laughs> ha! Fuck you. 
brought to you by Hoboken. So, when he first parks, he parks in a yellow-painted spot, which is apparently semi-legal in Hoboken on a Sunday or whatever. So, midday, he moves the car up into a half-legal spot. An improvement. And at this point, he was already boxed in on three sides, one by the curb, one by a friend in front of him, and it being Hoboken, someone double-parked. So by the end of the day... Double parked in a 300-class Mercedes? Yes. Oh, yeah, that guy was there all day. It was pretty fancy. <laughs> Mercedes convertible with the hood down, because, you know... He wasn't there, though, when, when your father pulled up. No. No one was there. Mm-hmm. We don't know that. He could have been just off-scene, just staring at it all day. It's happened before. Anyways. <laughs> so he pulls up into the spot to be in a less illegal spot. Mm-hmm. By the end of the day, someone is in the illegal spot behind him, because it's Hoboken, and... Apparently laws don't exist when it comes to parking. That's the, that's the beat I got. <laughs> At least on Sundays, you know, laws are apparently, blah, you know, whoa, laws. What's that? Who the hell cares? So, double parked by Mercedes. So, by the end of the day, he's completely blocked in on, in all directions. You know, blocked in by a Mercedes. So, there is about a half a yard gap to get his, not, not big, but still car-sized car through. In other words, impossible. Yeah. You know, physically impossible without damaging all three cars. He was going to try, but that wasn't going to work. He was going to try, and he was going to try and fail. But ne- never put it past an Avril to, you know, not try to space bend. <laughs> so be- before he could possibly do that, and because I am the irrational... Uh, it was an entirely rational move. Any one of us would have done this. <laughs> uh, well, I-, I was just the-, the idiot who decides, oh, well... But luckily you did this, not any of not either of us. It's like, okay, well, we don't know who the owner of the car is, so I'm going to try to set off this dude's alarm. Gently. Yeah. You're very gentle about it. It's not like baseball bat, baseball bat. (laughs) I I literally just jiggled the door handle a couple times, and it didn't work, so I was like, ah, fuck it, and I just went and walked back to the sidewalk. And then... Then, what can only be described, and I am sorry if anyone is offended for this racial epithet, a Guido juice head comes out of nowhere off-scene, who was apparently staring his car all day. Hopped up on roids. Yeah, just just apparently just juicing all day. (laughs) And he had issues. Ah, fucking asshole! Touching my car! Oh, yeah, he he wanted blood. And I I actually apologized to the dude first. I kept a calm head, and I was like, sorry. I'm sorry you were the asshole who (laughs) don't park here. Well, that was was after the second time when he was continuing around the car, and he still wanted to beat my ass. He's like, that's not okay, that's not okay. Trying to steal my car? And I was like, well, sorry, you were in a convertible. I could have literally jumped into your car. He he constantly wanted to figure out, because he's one of those people who repeated insults like, three times over thinking it had some greater effect and he, he wanted to know why I was trying to get in his car mm-hmm. and I just dude you have a convertible I could hop over the door and get into your car if I wanted to get in here you're, you're double parked we want to get out <laughs> we would like to leave <laughs> and I think that conversation lasted about 30 seconds yes. oh yeah before then, before dad's Italian activated what seems like for the first time in at least quite a while. Probably the first time ever. He was. He did not expect this to happen. He didn't have his brain to turn on the guy. It, it, it was kind of awesome because he, he was like my, my knight in shining armor. <laughs> I was trying very rationally to deal with the guy from uh, the opposite side of his car, whereas, you know, Vince was. Right behind at, him. At the, at the tail end of the car and then stepped forward to block his entrance, to, to block his back way. And. Uh, started to confront the the, the muscle bound Guido, <laughs> and, and well, we're gonna be what in a less than friendly manner. <laughs> yeah, very. I believe yelling things like "Move your piece of shit, Mercedes." <laughs> yeah. Yes. So so then Guido starts uh, pointing his rage at Vince, and I love the look he gives him. Like, he just gives them this look like, you're stepping up here? <laughs> it's not that any of us would be the best person to take him. However, the man with the various bone dis- you know, bone and joint diseases. <laughs> you know, osteoporosis and fibromyalgia. Who, I really love Vince yeah. for this. He stepped up something major. Uh, Full of rage, too. Like, uh, his line just went... Snap! <laughs> That's right. But the, the best thing about this is just when this fight gets elevated, because it's all been yelling up to this point. It's just, you know, people people drawing the rounds. And then his, and his Night in Shining Armor comes well, out and comes out in, in an uh, SUV. Well, well, first, cue chest bump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there, there was 
pushing. And as soon as as soon as Guido pushed Vince, I pulled out my phone and made like I was videotaping the thing. Yeah. And I was like, "You really want your shit on the news?" And he continued to push him. Like and my sister activates her defense mechanism of "How dare you attack my father?" And I then activate my defense mechanism of "Do not let her get involved in this." <laughs> I'm just stunned this is all happening. And and then out of nowhere. As to contradict the popular notion that police are never around when white you need male one. privilege activated. Oh my god! <laughs> my favorite cop ever. Comes. Yeah, <laughs> just rolls up right beside antagonistic dude as he's pushing Vince some more, and just stops the whole scene dead right there. But well, all rational people stopped. Yeah, you put your phone away. Everyone, dad calms down. The cop says, "Everybody stop." He tells the guy. Get in your car and walk away. I'm go- I'm just starting my day. Well, before he said that, my favorite part is this is a, this was a, this was an interesting cop because the first thing he does is the Guido Juice head instantly starts swearing and explaining to the cop why we're all assholes, and he's just like, <laughs> "Shut your mouth." There's a lady present. (laughs) (laughs) The perfect cop line right there. It should be mentioned this cop was easily like 65, 70. 65, overweight. Yeah. Imagine an Irish cop. And he's just like, he was just like, I'm on my way to work. You don't want to spend the night in jail. (laughs) You're going to put me in jail? And, And then the Guido starts... Verbally abusing the cop, <laughs> and like the cop was already, the cop was already pissed off. You got to do something today, right? Who then snapped and immediately just said, "You know, get in your car and drive away." Walk away, and nothing goes. Nothing happens. And he says this like ten times, and the guys just keep on arguing. It took two of his friends to come over who and came, get the guy in the car. Who came over and apologized to the cop and to us for his friend or for their friend, and. Then the fine, then the guy finally moves his car. Finally, after all this verbal bashery, moves his car up, and we all decide to split yeah. the scene. Like, we're all done here. He moves his car up 15 feet. Into the next double park spot. No, no, not into a double park spot. Yes, it was. No, no, he oh. parked in a handicapped spot. No. Yes. No, he, I think he, was, he was double parked. He was still double, I thought he was, no, no, he no, was double parked in a handicap. Uh, he, he was pulled into a spot, but it was in Are a handicapped sure? spot. I remember distinctly being just right up into the, into the next double parking zone. Well, maybe there are some other Mercedes. It is Hoboken. It's oh, possible. Maybe. But that was a different Mercedes, I think. That was the one in Highland Park as you drive me, yeah. as you drive me home here. No, no, no. It was a, oh, that, was a different, that was a different Mercedes. Yeah. But, but in any case, that's when we all did the smart thing. And walked away. Uh-huh. And got out of there. I'm fairly certain as he got out of the car and then continued to berate the cop <laughs> that he spent the night in jail. So... Mafia pizza and a Guido Juice at confrontation. Welcome to New Jersey, Diego. Hey, you know, <laughs> if you don't get a story out of a con, it's not a good con. It really is. That, that is true. You I've need, never been to a good you con. You need at least one absurd story. CPAC. My first good con. <laughs> no, no, you had good stories out of uh, Manga Next with Ed Chavez at the bar. That's true. I had some pretty good stories out oh. of that. The, the best stories of a convention are never what happens... At, on the official programming, it's the peripheral... Like, around. Yeah. Like yeah. when James deep throw that ice cream at, at Otakon. I, <laughs> I have rarely had a better convention experience than sitting at the bar with your father and Ed Chavez. I know. I'm just playing the picture of James deep throwing ice cream. <laughs> of course. Oh, it was hilarious. He kept doing that for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> I think that would hurt my teeth. <laughs> it was soft serve. I think that would hurt my teeth. It's cold. Yes. But now this it was that was a very interesting experience, and I'm so grateful that that cop removed any need to decide how to further proceed. Thank, thank you, was, police. And that was Stevens' people, right? Yeah, that was, was a Stevens camp. police officer. So, so thank you. Stevens hosts CPAC, by the way. It's, mm-hmm. it's on their campus. So, were, thank were, you. There were quite a few law enforcement officers in central areas. Yeah, but like this was off to the side. Yeah, this was not in con space. This was in yeah. Stevens' area, at least. It was near a park. And he, he came out. He, he dealt well. Like, I mean, I'm biased sure because the he... Folk uh, were not right? offended. I'm biased because he obviously decided in one quick look that we were the offended parties. Well, you know. <laughs> Dude was like... He was like, okay. Now, this again, this is an Irish cop, and you've got the Guido guy. If two groups don't get along, it's the Irish and the Italians. But you're all Italian. We... We're Italian. We're not Italian. 
We're, we're not we're not Guidos, sir. We're also not righted up. I mean, he was like, this sure. is this is like a forty year old like juiced up dude like pushing around an, an older man. <laughs> yeah. He was beating up a, 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 a bald, bearded guy wearing a ratty Hawaiian shirt. Who was obviously present with his family. We're not threatening people. And, and this, your outside comes. And you know this guy was just not looking forward to having to deal with the calm populace anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so he was looking for someone to be rich to. <laughs> and this guy just said, here, me. Yell at me. <laughs> you know, I feel like the con is like, oh, it's a bunch of kids wandering around, going to dance. Ugh, can I yell this shit? Oh look, a normal ho- oh look, a normal Hoboken problem. It, it, as good as Manga Next was, this is still my best con story now. <laughs> and I've gotten pretty good at the retelling of it. I, yeah, I think you've I've again, owned my own. again. You've told this story to everyone. I tell you, tell it like five times. I don't. I I only mention that an encounter happened. They asked me for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like here, here's a steak. Would you like it? <laughs> That's exactly what you're doing there, sir. Yes, but I have plausible deniability. <laughs> ah. But no, I think CPAC was an enjoyable one-day con. It was my first experience so, with a one-day con, so I'm still not sure what I should expect and what I shouldn't expect. I'd like to get a little more grounding before there, I There's run. actually a bunch of them in the state of New Jersey now. A lot of colleges have one. Uh, Rutgers had one yesterday that I did the video schedule for and did nothing else with, not even attend. Oh, that was a really busy day con-wise for you. Oh, I had, a st- I had a staff meeting, my mom's birthday. Wow. A lot of driving. But, so, like, we definitely, like, speaking for, for all geeks, we, we definitely appreciate the press passes. We appreciate the press pass. We, I will hope to be there next year with either the same panel revised again, or maybe, maybe what is, or no, maybe anime, or not anime, hour-long edition with prizes. Ooh, there you go. I'll talk to Ed about stuff, see if we can get some stuff from them. Or... I would definitely like to see more of your panels. I... I'm i looking forward to seeing science and anime one day. Science and anime I do about every other year. I feel like it takes, it takes that long to just build up new content for that one. They don't like, I don't like to reuse too many clips. But uh, if you see Walt Amos doing that, uh, he, when, he, when he does it alone, it's called Anime Blinded Me With Science. Uh, he is the best part of that panel, in my opinion. Uh, Walter Amos. I can just keep saying the name. Walter Amos. He's the best because he pulls up the overhead projector. Uh, that was only that was no no that was at Generacon because they didn't have a way to like get it on a big Don't screen. Don't crush like that. my dreams. But him, yeah, no, him doing it on an overhead, I think, really made that college experience of him like drawing physics diagrams and you see, I mean, he's a trained rocket scientist. He knows how your GPS works because he programmed it. Yeah. But no, um, we definitely appreciated that, and it was it was a it was a fun day, and obviously somewhat eventful, even if that wasn't all of the cons' responsibility. Yeah, so come to CPAC. Come it's to short, C- it's sweet, it's in a decent location. Yeah, it's if you're in North Jersey, there's no yeah. reason not to go unless I, you don't like inventions. I should point that out as much as like like someone who's an outsider from New Jersey, like me, has a bias towards more urban areas of New Jersey. Aside from the Guido Juice Head. I never felt, like, in danger. It was, by no means was Hoboken, like, a, I have to, like, protect myself and look around. Oh, Hoboken, I feel like, is... It's a yuppie strip. It's a, yeah, it's a yuppie, yeah, exactly. It's it's not even hipster, it's yuppie. Yeah. And it's been yuppie for a long time. Sure. It's, well, it's all the New York overflow. Most, yeah. don't want New York. most of our listeners, I'm sure, are, if not local, like, native, but, like, for those of you who aren't, like me, kind of a, you know, a stranger in a strange land... You've been here for ten years. Yeah, but I've barely like I've been in New Jersey for ten years, and for friend, the most part, stayed in the same area. Because your friends suck, and I think I put that on myself too. But um, no, it was it was it was an interesting area. There were plenty of restaurants, like we had mentioned before. Plenty of yeah, we had lots like of choices. That. I think last year we had Thai food, and that was good. Mm. The, the pizza was fantastic, and there were definitely a couple other restaurants that you know I saw on the way that like. I looked at, but I didn't want to like be the dude who like no one there. You should totally do that. I feel like a large group, and I feel like large groups a tough thing to do. Yeah, pizza would have been, pizza was perfect. Yeah, gourmet a gourmet pizza place that worked out fine. Mm-hmm. I think last year like four people, and Ty was a bit of a fight for dad. And they they were troopers, and I'm I'm sorry we don't remember the name, but especially when it came to like splitting the check like four or five ways, and yeah, they they, they dealt with all our nonsense for the large group. Mm. And, like, they gave us a look, but that was, like, if that's all you get is, like, the waiter going, really? Then you're doing pretty well. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, 
hey, except the business. When we got in there, there were only like two or three. People yeah, they let people outside, but it was early. It was early in the day, so they're yeah. not gonna, you know, it was like five, so it's beginning of your rush. Yeah, we ate we ate pretty early for New Jersey, but in any case, it was a good time. Good. I recommend going there next year. Good con, keep it up, guys. Yeah.